It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When the on air mic goes off, the talk talk begins. It's talk talk with Martha Quinn. All you gotta do to me is talk, talk. <laughs> you know, it's always like a, we always look at each other like, who's gonna come up with the musical element? Who's <laughs> gonna start the podcast? And the t- this week it was me. There you go. Uh, except I wish I got the lyrics right. All you wanna do to me is talk, talk. That would be better. It's Talk, Talk with Martha Quinn featuring Martha Quinn show executive producer Christy. Hey. Morning show producer Karina Velasquez. What's up? Every week we get together. This is the Martha Quinn show team, the only all female morning radio show in the country. Shout out, shout out. And as you you can imagine there's a lot of chit chat that goes on so we decided we would create the talk talk with martha quinn podcast and every once in a while some of my friends from the 80s join us and i asked john oates who called into the station earlier this week and i said hey do you want to be on my podcast and he said yes so we're going to get into my talk talk with john oates in a minute john i know you're waiting hang on one second i just want to say thank you so much to everyone for finding us on the iHeartRadio app we are talk talk with martha quinn that's how you search for for us and please find our radio station which is I Heart 80s at 1037 we are based in San Francisco so we're at 1037 on the FM dial but also here around the country on the app and I will shout out we have the best DJs in the country we have the best 80s playlist ever and you know I've been in the 80s since the 80s so I kind of know what I'm talking about in that regard so please check it out um, I think you will not be disappointed if you have comments on this podcast you can leave them below right here on the uh, iHeartRadio app or on our website, iHeart80sRadio.com. All right, did I cover everything, Christy, before I jump into my conversation with John Oates? I should mention that when I first started MTV, Christy, they came to me and said, okay, your first celebrity interview is going to be Hall and Oates. This is when Kiss on My List was a huge monster hit. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, I can't talk to them first. Can you give me like some kind of intro artist? And they said, no, you're going to go with Hall and Oates. And so Daryl Hall and John Oates were the first, you know, big celebrities I ever interviewed. And they were very kind. So I always think of them fondly. And John Oates, good morning. Hey, Martha. Hi. How are you? What's happening? Uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, it, everything's happening. I'm just uh, in the middle of finishing up my solo tour for this album, Arkansas, that I put out, and uh, getting ready to rest up a bit before the Hall and Oates train tour starts in May. You have two dates coming up in the Bay. You're playing the SAP Center and Oracle Arena with Train. How did that double bill come about? Um, we, you know, we've known those guys for a while. You know, uh, Pat uh, Monahan was on Daryl's TV show. Uh, I did the cruise, uh, Pat, the train cruise, you know, through the Caribbean on, on their boat. Oh, that's nice. And I played with them in a, in a few festivals, uh, you know, sat in as a guest. So, um, we, we, you know, we have a relationship and, you know, I love those guys. I think they're, they're, they got great tunes and uh, we just thought it'd be a great double bill. So let me get this straight. You moved from Aspen to Nashville and you yeah. named your album Arkansas. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arkansas is, is the title song. It's a track that I wrote um, when I was I went to this really incredible place in Arkansas, and I was just inspired about the the, the blues and the in the whole the whole you know fact that it was just kind of the northern part of the Delta where so much of this great American music you know kind of moved up before it went to the northern cities. And without getting too too deep into it, um, my album's a roots album. It's about uh, early popular music from the nineteen late nineteen. Really? Like, for example, who? Like, what type of artists would be your muse in that genre? Well, it started out with Mississippi John Hurt, because he was one of my childhood heroes, and I played all his songs. Um, Then I started thinking about what were the songs that he might have been listening to, or he might have liked, or what were the songs on the earliest days of radio, and and the songs that were on the, maybe perhaps the first phonograph record. And I thought, well, you know, I've been making pop music my whole life. I didn't even know what the first hit record was. And so I started looking into all this stuff, and I realized I I found a record that was made in 1924 that sold a million copies. And I said, well... I said, what's the criteria for a pop, a pop hit? If you can hear it on the radio and you can play it, play it on a record. So I started looking at, at music from that period of time and realized it's an important uh, period of time. It's the beginning of American popular music. And I, so I, I did an album that's based on that. So what was the first hit song? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure musicologists will argue because there's probably other ones, but it's a song by, called Anytime by a guy named Emmett Miller who went on to influence people like Jimmy Rogers, who's the godfather of country music, and, and many, many other people. Uh, he was a huge, huge star back in the 1920s. Well, that is so interesting. Yeah, he's been kind of lost to time, you know. But I just wanted, I, I was hoping a younger generation and people in general m- might hear this, this music and go, there was music before rock and roll, you yeah. know. And, and this, this has really laid the groundwork for the big band and swing music that followed and eventually led to rock and roll. It's, that's what I like about your double bill with Train, is I feel like with Tears for Fears, it was sort of multi-genre. With Train, it's sort of multi-generational a little bit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're up on stage, for you, John Oates, what is your favorite Daryl Hall and John Oates song to play? I would imagine it changes, um, but right now, what's your favorite Daryl Hall and John Oates song to play? Well, uh, you know, I mean, without sounding weird, um, we have a really good problem. We have a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I think when we do uh, I Can't Go For That at the near the end of the show, because we stretch out on that song and we open that song up to the band and allow the band to get involved and jam, and, and it, it evolves every night and changes every night. So that's a song that just seems to have this, it has this foundation, this bedrock of a groove that's so good that you can do almost anything with it. And uh, I love that. And actually, a lot of very big superstars are fans of that song. Do you know who I'm talking about? Well, I do know that it's been covered and sampled by, by a lot, a lot of people. And um, I, I would dare to say it may be one of the most sampled songs of all time. In addition, didn't the King of Pop give you props on that song? Oh, yeah. Well, Michael Jackson actually told us uh, when he came to see us uh, back in, L- in L.A. back in the day, um, he said, oh, yeah, he says, I love to dance. To, I love to dance. To, I can't go for that in front of, in my bedroom mirror, in front of my bedroom mirror. No, and stop it. And if you listen it. to some of his beats on Billy Jean and stuff, I think you can hear uh, perhaps some of that influence. Oh, that's interesting. If Michael Jackson is telling you that he can dance to one of your songs, that's like the ultimate praise. I would agree. <laughs> John, right now I'm looking through your Twitter account and I'm seeing that you have a picture of you at, it looks like a driving event. Yeah. 
I was I was asked to be a uh, an honorary judge at this Amelia Island Concours d'Elegance, which was a uh, a vintage car and collector's car uh, event. And I've, I'm kind of a car guy. I've been always loved cars over the years, and uh, it was a chance for me and my wife to get a get a weekend away down in Florida and get some sun and uh, you know uh, just have a great time. And I I actually ended up meeting a whole bunch of people that I've known over the years through through my racing and uh, through my through other car things. So it was really a lot of fun. Um, how long have you and Amy been married? Uh, this year will be 25 years. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> how about that? That's pretty amazing. So what do you think when you see people, young people getting married or asking you um, how you did it or what's your secret? What's your best marriage advice? What, what do you think is the best thing to share? I would say uh, try it once and after you screw it up, uh, learn from your mistakes and don't, don't make the same mistakes twice. Okay, very good. I like that. Through racing, interestingly, that's how you met George Harrison, not through the recording studio. You met George Beetle, George Harrison through a racing connection. Yeah, um, we, this uh, this amazing, you know, world famous race driver, Jack, Sir Jackie Stewart. At this point, um, he was a musical fan, and his sons uh, were both fans of Paul and Oates. And we met through through uh, music, and then through racing, uh, Jackie uh, introduced me to George Harrison, and George was a huge fan of racing, and we hung out together. And when George was living in L.A., we um, we got to uh, you know hang out. He played on the along the Red Ledge album, which we did in. 1978. Uh, we asked him right before he started with the Traveling Wilburys and doing all that stuff with Jeff Lynne and Tom Petty. So uh, it was great. We got to hang out with George in England and also in L.A. And he was, a, he was an amazing person. Really, really great, great guy. You actually said somewhere in your book that he gave you a gift, not a physical gift, but a, you said something to the effect that he gave you the gift of feeling like you may be able to find your true path. And it wasn't like this kind of very obvious thing. It was just, it was his presence. It was his way of just dealing with things. He had a very, you know, he was very, obviously very spiritual, and everybody knows that about him. Um, but he didn't, you know, he didn't like kind of like a wave, wave a flag or anything like that. It was just, uh, he had a serenity about him that was very uh, unusual and very, um, just very impressive to me. Two shows in the Bay. Um, you've played the Bay Area before. How special are the Bay Area audiences? Oh, well, it's it's one of the great music cities in America. Um, I just got finished playing San Francisco on my solo tour at the Great American Music Hall, which is an incredible venue in, in downtown San Francisco. Uh, so I just love coming back to the Bay Area. Got a lot of friends up there. It's going to be fun. You know, I mean, this is going to be an amazing tour. And, uh, you know, I hope people enjoy it as much as we're, we're having fun on stage. And you guys love to tour. I mean, every, you know, you guys tour a lot. You do all your solo work. You just, uh, you just live and breathe music has that been the case your whole life pretty much i mean that's what that's what i've always done my whole life and i you know like i said unless uh something's gonna have to stop me and uh, you know just right now fingers crossed everything's you know the green lights on and hopefully we just keep moving forward oh that sounds like a lyric to a song right there john oates everybody <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me of course um i don't know if everybody knows but i am the first person to ever interview daryl hall and john oates on mt I love that fact because it was just a million trillion years ago, but it still <laughs> sticks with me. 
Well, let's make sure it's not the last, all right? <laughs> okay, definitely. John, before you go, um, we wanted to ask you, because especially being a musician um, and, and a songwriter yourself, we do a segment every Wednesday called Wednesday Wisdom, where we kind of give like our life advice or little bits of advice. It's just any Wednesday wisdom that you have that you'd like to well, share. You know, I think, um, well, I called my, I, I entitled my book, my memoir, Change of Seasons. And I, I think that's really, that, that's kind of one of my personal philosophies is that your life goes the way the seasons go. And um, you have to embrace the changes and you can't, you know, the only thing you can count on in life is that it's going to change. And what you do with that is what's important. That is true. That is brilliant. And one last question. The last time you were here in concert, I noticed, and I noticed this with a lot of musicians, that they switch up the songs. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily sound like the man-eater we heard on the, the record. It's kind of like a, a flipped version with a with a jazzy version or maybe a slowed down version of a faster tempo song. Why do artists do that? Well, because live is not the same as a record. They're two different things. And uh, when you play live, it's all about the, the mo- what's happening at the moment, what's happening with, with the, between the energy between the audience and the band on stage. And so, um, you know, I think that that's really what happens. And over the years, the band, our band, especially the Hall & Oates band, is, is a very important part of the show. It's not just Daryl and I. You know, we have this incredible band. And so what each, each of these band members individually does, uh, individually and collectively to the song and the arrangement is, is how the arrangement evolves and how the song evolves. And we like to let that breathe. And that's, that's the way a song stays, you know, stays fresh that way. Oh, I really like how you gave so much props to your band. That's really awesome. Absolutely. John Mayer does that Absolutely. a lot, and I can appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Just awesome to talk to you, as always. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Oh, that was so nice. Daryl Hall and John Oates are on tour right now. You can get all the uh, tour date info. They're touring with Bay Area's own train, and you can go to hallandoates.com slash tour for all of their tour dates. They are the best-selling duo of all time, Christy and No Korea. way! Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, that is a true fact about my friends Daryl Hall and John Oates. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Talk Talk with Martha Quinn podcast. Thank you, John Oates, for joining us. He's got a new solo album called Arkansas. Check it out. It's a Roots Rock album. I think that's really, really cool. And uh, join us on our radio show, The Martha Quinn Show, Monday through Friday. I Heart 80s at 1037. You can catch it at 1037 FM if you're in the Bay, but right here on the the app as well. Just search iHeart80s at 1037. Christy is on our station as well. Morris Knight, Ron Michaels. We've got the best DJs in the country, best 80s playlist in the country. And what else, my my girls, my lovely ladies? I think that's, that's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Executive producer Christy, your goodbye, please. So long. Farewell. Avida, say good night. Nice. Oh. Okay, top that. Good, good, good morning, yeah. uh, Goodbye. <laughs> and I'm Martha Quinn. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. I miss you already. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.